This week's episode of the Fat Packs Podcast is brought to you by the Collectible Card Club, Monster Breaks, and all our phone guests up here on the Spotty Hot Cash Hotline. I'm alone, I'm a broken home, I gave you all the bricks that I own and know. And we are back. I am Eric. He is Eldar. This is the Fat Packs Podcast on the Beckett Podcasting Network. And this week we are brought to you by the Collectible Card Club, Monster Breaks, and all of our phone guests like Tim from Signature from Soldiers will be courtesy of Spotty Hawk and the Spotty Hawk cash hotline there you go i made it through the damn did, intro i did, did it man. eldar how are you man You're basically m&m over here uh, basically commander eldar commander eldar i don't know you gave me that nickname just now i like it um t-shirt incoming yeah t-shirt's gonna be happening commander eldar it sounds like a it sounds like a, a star wars name or, I love or a star it. trek I, name i already have the design i'm gonna send it to you later i think you're really gonna like it so how you doing man i'm good what's going on how's uh, your week well let's mention this since oh. you mentioned t-shirts right we need to tell you that 50 percent off 50 percent off beckett gear yes so, um, so go to beckettgear.com beckettgear.com and at checkout use promo code fatpacks50 through the end of the month, you're getting 50% off your total order. There's some cool stuff up there. You got a Fat Packs mug, some Fat Packs t-shirt with the logo, yeah. and, of course, the really cool, in my personal opinion, my favorite, the Breaking Boxes t-shirt. Yeah, the Breaking Boxes. Uh, that, that was a design that we came up with uh, after the popularity of Breaking Bad. Oh. oh. And did you see Did you see this news that apparently there's, there's going to be... There's a movie? I don't understand... Where this movie will take place. I don't know either. The only thing they can really do... Oh, man, I almost spoiled the mother load. No, it's, it's, I, I, by this time, if you haven't seen... You think Bra- so? Yeah, if you haven't seen Breaking it, it Bad... Could, the only thing it can do, if they could do a prequel, but they kind of already are doing that with Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul, yeah. Or maybe like a continuation of Jesse's story. That's yeah. the only thing I can think of them doing. Maybe. I, I want to know how Jesse... I mean, Jesse got out of there, obviously. He did. It, like, did you? All right, let's talk about that show. Let's do it. Okay, then we'll... First... Yeah, let's talk about that show. Then we'll do new products and products. Yeah, let's go. Okay, so f- for so, that show, mm-hmm. like, did you like it? Love Breaking Bad. Okay. I've seen it um, seasons one through five three times. Okay, love that show. Let me let me say something. Okay, um, I liked the show as as a, on a whole. I liked the show. I hated I hated Skyler and Walter on screen together. Really, like when they were, it was so. I it, think that was Vince Gilligan's intent because yeah. they were such a dysfunctional at their core couple. That right, it was a little bit strange seeing them on screen. They were so vile towards each other. I know they know? were, and I was just like, "Oh, that's horrible." But at, on a, on a whole, that show was really good. I know. Um, I mean, <laughs> the first time I watched it, so the first time I ever watched Breaking Bad at all, I'd, yeah. ne- I'd never seen it, so I I didn't start watching until like season five. Okay. Oh what? Yeah, seriously. But Whoa. but with that being said, my wife and son were gone uh, to Seattle for for the week, and I had time. I bet you binged. I I binged the whole thing. The whole thing. I binged the whole Is thing. There enough time in a weekend to even do that? Oh yeah, when you're when you're not That's doing fair. anything. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I binged the whole thing. But my my boss at the time he said he said do me a favor, the very first episode. Just watch it in your underwear. Just sit on the couch and oh, watch it. In that's your pretty underwear. good advice. And I was like, "What are you talking?" about? I was like, "Just do it. You'll understand when it happens. It'll make sense." So you gotta, wear, I, you gotta wear the tidy whities. Yeah, so specifically there, the tidy whities. So there I am sitting on my couch and my tidy whities watching this show, and then it happened. I'm like, "Oh, this is perfect. I get it, it now." It, it has a really good like hook. Yeah. A, a kind of a slow season two and three kind yeah. of a little bit, but man, when you get into season four with Gus Fring, yeah, Gus and is... things get like insane. Sure, and season five with the with the um, 
the, uh, the the what's it called like the country folk the rednecks or uh-huh. whatever yeah oh man it was perfect it gets so good it's really good it's a good show i just don't like skylar and walter on screen together all right uh wait, wait wait before we leave what did you think about um walter and uh aaron paul See, I just have this right. problem with Walter in, gen- in general. Just, maybe Walter just makes you a little uncomfortable. Maybe he does. Uh, Aaron Paul, I think the evolution of Aaron Aaron Paul's character. From like gangster kid yeah, to, to what like he, yeah. mature, damaged. Yeah. Not, it's, not, not sociopath, but like tra- he's a tragic figure. Yeah, it's, it's really I good. Uh, I, there were, and then Mike was my favorite character on that. I almost quit watching the show when they killed Mike off. Ooh. Yeah. Did you, have you seen Better Call Saul? Yeah. He's in that. Like, yeah. Pretty yeah, yeah, moderately. He's, he's great in that. Okay, so new cool. products and pricing. Let's uh, go. Well, let me let me start with the new products this week because got we got some nice ones out. It, it being the week of the Toronto Sports Card and Memorabilia Expo, we have 2018-19 uh, Donruss basketball that's coming out. Uh, 2018 Historic Autographs Capital of Baseball Series, 2018 Sport Kings Volume One Blaster. 2018 Tops Triple Threads Baseball is a huge one. And then the biggest one this week is 2018-19 Upper Deck Series 1 Hockey. Look for that on the show floor this weekend in Toronto. And I guarantee you it's going to be a hot product to be picking up out there uh, just in your retail shop. So uh, that's my new products for 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 the sports side. Let me go ahead and give you new pricing since I'm here. Uh, we've got a lot of it, actually. we got Lay it on me. Um, Immaculate Basketball. No, I'm sorry, National Treasures Basketball is done. Phoenix Football, Impeccable Basketball, and Noir Basketball are all done, as well as 2017-18, the Cup. So that's all done on the sports side. What do you got on the new products-wise? It is a good week to be a geek. Okay, what do you got? I like that. I'm going to say that again. Good week to be a geek. It's a good week to be a geek, man. That's your Commander Eldar. It's a good week to be a geek. Don't let me forget that. (laughs) All right, so we got a couple really cool things coming out. Batman number 58 that's priced at $399. He is tackling the Penguin in this... in this reboot or whatever. Uh, Star Wars number 56 is a uh, Han Solo type story. Um, really cool news on, um, well, Image Comics, they're doing a really interesting thing with The Walking Dead. They've revitalized the comics. The comics are good again. Okay. The comics right. are good again. Right. The last episode with Rick was good again. Uh, we got Nightwing number 52, um, basically Nightwing in Bloodhaven story. And a really great, and I recommend everybody check this one out. It's Justice League number eleven. Justice League number ten was really cool because it's a, it's an Aquaman story, and I don't don't let that lose you. Okay, but it's actually a really good Aquaman story with involving kings and queens of like an old Atlantis, and it's apocalyptic. It's great. I'd really recommend it. Um, the other thing I got uh, Ultimate Masters for Magic the Gathering, uh, two hundred fifty four Magic reprints, um, mm-hmm. twenty four fifteen card packs. Those usually run a little bit higher. Um, it's going to be priced a little bit differently, but you could probably get it for about maybe like 15 bucks okay. at your local card shop. Um, so be sure to check that out if if you're a player. Uh, it's coming out uh, December 7th, 2018, so it's just a little bit of a preliminary release. Just letting you guys know. Awesome. Cool. That's what I got. Awesome. Thank you so much for that, buddy. All right. Let's get into the show. We have uh, just one interview guest this week. Awesome uh, interview. Uh, it's a great interview with Tim from Signatures for Soldiers. You guys have hold, heard him on these airways before. Uh, you, you've, you've heard him on many sports collectors podcasts airways before and you should because he's doing a great job with signatures for soldiers and helping veterans military veterans with military missions and actions you're going to hear this at the end of that interview but um we only have about what 150 dollars yeah. until he hits his goal of forty thousand. so guys yeah. be sure to be sure to contribute to that yeah he's he's real close he's got 150 dollars to he gets forty thousand. he's, he's on he's, he's on average for ten thousand dollars a year raised by himself and it, he's only, and he's only been doing it for four years yeah so 
Sky's yeah. the limit. Sky is the limit. Uh, you guys all know him. You love him just like we all do. So please uh, enjoy this interview with Tim. It's going to be uh, it's kind of eye opening. We talk about some things we never talked about. His collecting, uh, some some of his his childhood heroes. Yeah, he and, delves into it. So it's I liked it's, it a lot. It's it's a fun it's a fun interview. And thanks to Hardy, Sparty Hot Cash for getting him on uh, on the Sparty Hot Cash hotline. And then after that, we're going to come back with a little Beckett whatevs, and we're going to open up the Fat Packs mailbag and get to some of your, your listening, uh, listener questions. Love doing this. We haven't done it in a while. We've never done it with Eldar. So uh, if you remember when Paul was on the show, it was a blind question, and we just asked him. And so we, that's what we're going to do here. We're just going to going to ask Eldar. Terrified. Terrified. Let's do it. Terrified. Terrified. All right. Hang tight. We'll be right back on the other side of this break with Tim from Signatures with Soldiers. And, guys, don't miss Beckett Whatevs. Hi guys, my name is Mike Rubin. I own Colorado's best card shop, Mike's Stadium Sports Cards, and you are listening to Beckett Radio. All right, joining us next on the Fat Pass Podcast is our good friend Tim from Signature from Soldiers. This is our Veterans Day episode, and we'd love to have Tim to get on and give an update uh, about what's going on with Signature from Soldiers and just kind of what where that whole uh, where that whole what's the, what the whole direction is of that uh, of organization and. I'm excited to talk to him. I haven't seen him since the national, so I know I know there's a few updates. But Tim, for the benefit of our listeners who are just joining us, uh, new to the program, please lay out what Signatures for Soldiers is and how it helps uh, our our military veterans. Sure, and and first I would just want to start off by again thank you to, thanking you for having me on, and and it's always great to talk with you and um, again catch up. So. Um, yeah, so Signatures for Soldiers is basically my personal effort to raise money for a charity called Military Missions in Action. Um, they're based in North Carolina, and they provide home repairs and home remodels for disabled military veterans, um, as well as helping support homeless veterans and supporting uh, deployed military personnel. So um and how i do that very simply is uh, i sell autographed items and 100 percent of the money goes directly to military missions in action um so that that's kind of my my elevator speech if you will <laughs> about what i do that, that's a per that's perfectly uh perfectly fine that's what i was looking for now uh, i mentioned the national i haven't seen you since the national and we i don't think we've actually we've spoke on on text and everything but we haven't spoke uh, on the phone or anything since the national uh this was your first national. It's I know how I feel about it, and it's just a massive show. What were your thoughts about being on that show floor? Yeah, well, this was my first national ever as a as a collector, as a vendor. So just to take in the whole experience was exciting and overwhelming at the same time. I mean, it, it just you know when people tell you how massive it is, if you've never been there. It, it, there's nothing you can do to prepare yourself for it. Um, I mean, I was, I was physically and mentally exhausted from the whole thing, but it was a fantastic experience. Um, you know, I, I was able to get there thanks to, um, GTS distribution and, um, Wax Pack Nation. They they basically said, "Hey, we'll give you a spot in the in the breaking area, and you know, all you got to do is get there." Um, so because of them, I was able to get there and, and, and be a part of it. So you know, I'm, I'm eternally grateful to them for the for that opportunity. But the, the experience 
experience itself was was really uh, it, it was humbling and overwhelming and and exciting. Um, there were so many people that you know had been following my progress up to this point and first time I was able to meet them in person, there were people that were just finding out about signatures for soldiers and what I was doing that day that they stopped by the table and I had an opportunity to talk to them. So it was a fantastic experience. And, and, um, you know, I'm just very grateful to all the people that were able to help get me there. It, it, man, you, you had such a nice little setup. You were kind of in a weird, weird spot where it was just at the end of the breakers pavilion and kind of right by that GTS lobby. And, you know, Hey, there's, for me, as a, as a big guy, there's no better place to be than right by the food. But it was still, <laughs> it, you were kind of in a weird spot. But what I, what I loved and really enjoyed about just watching that was that people sought you out and they came and talked to you, and, and you were able to spread the message of uh, signatures for soldiers. And I was I was just happy watching it from afar. The on day one, you you, you came running up to me and you hugged me. And I'm like, who's who is hugging me? I don't I don't. And then I, I realized who it was, and I was okay. But it was a little odd just to be bum rushed and hugged. But it was it was cool after I saw it was you, and I was just so happy that you were there, man. Um, let let's talk about let's talk about your experience there because you said it was just overwhelming. There was nothing that you could prepare you for that, and that's true. We hear that from everybody we we, we talked to about the national. But you had uh, a visitor from the uh, from the Indians come by, or a visitor a, a visitor from the Indians' son come by. Tell us what happened right. there. Yeah, so um, probably about a month or so before um, going to the National, I got connected with uh, a gentleman by the name of Nick Francona, and um, he is the son of Terry Francona, the Indians manager, and, and Nick um, actually served in the Marine Corps and um, really just jumped on board with what I was doing and one, you know, and he and I just kind of started brainstorming on ways that he can help support what I was doing. And, um, you know, he threw out the idea, hey, let me talk to my dad and, and get him to, you know, see if he can get some items together and, and I'll stop by and drop them off. And that's exactly what Nick did. I mean, you know, he came in, he, he came into Cleveland to visit with his dad and then went to, went to the clubhouse um, and he and his dad kind of solicited some items from some of the players and, and I wound up having, uh, I think it was like seven jerseys that were signed by players. And one of, uh, Jan Gomes um, gave one of his game-used bats. And Terry Francona signed half a dozen baseballs and, and a hat and other items like that. So that was really, really a cool thing. And really, you know, again, you know, to, to think that, People are going to take time to support my efforts like that just because they believe in, in what I'm doing is, is is exciting and humbling at the same time. I'm, I mean, when I started this thing four years ago, you know, when somebody told me I'd be where I am now with it, I, I would have laughed at them. That you, you mentioned four years ago, and I know that you coming out of the National in the last couple of months, you hit a big milestone. What, what, yeah. tell, us, tell, us, tell us about what you hit and, and where we're going from here. Sure. Yeah. So, um, so four years ago, um, literally this month, November of 2014 is, is when I started what has now become signatures for soldiers. When I started at the time, it was just simply, you know, okay, I'm, I'm hoping to raise some money for military missions in action and, and I'm going to do it by selling some autographed items. And my initial goal was to raise about $500. Um, 
needless to say, I've, I've passed that. And so this month, November of 2018, marks four years that I've been doing this. And I am, I want to say, about $150 shy of hitting uh, $39,000 raised in four years. So that's, it's, uh, that's, it, 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 that's why I said if somebody told me that I would, I would hit this milestone and, and be where I am four years later, I would have laughed at them. Um, I actually just had a uh, quick question while you were um, talking about the uh, amount raised. I was actually kind of curious what your goals were for the next five years, six years, and to get to that ten-year <laughs> mark. Where are we at? What are you thinking? Oh man, I, I have no idea. Uh, people ask me this all the time, and and you know, at this point, I'm I'm just like you know, I, I'm just along for the ride, and, and let's see where it goes. Um, you know, I, I've had collectors from literally all over the world reach out to me and say, Hey, I want to help in some way, shape or form. And, and, um, you know, there's companies that have jumped on board that have been supporting me, you know, companies like ultra pro who just, they just sent me after the national, they sent me a ton of supplies to help me out and kind of keep my own personal costs down. Um, collectors have sent me, you know, signed items, unsigned items, um, you know, there have been people that have been following it that aren't collectors that have sent me envelopes and other items and stamps and other items like that that I use quite often. Um, so, you know, as far as my goal, you know, at this point, you know, I'm, I'm averaging almost $10,000 a year. If I can maintain that for the foreseeable future, I'll be, I'll be more than happy with that. And then why 10000 um, The average cost for materials to build a wheelchair ramp is about $3,000. So if I can do $10,000 a year, that's going to be about three wheelchair ramps a year that I can help military missions in action fund and build for, for disabled veterans. You know, so that, that you know, it, it's, again, if, if somebody told me I'd be where I am, I <laughs> don't think I'd believe them. <laughs> Tim, you're doing a fabulous job, and as a veteran, you know, thank you. I've told you that many times, but but thank you for what you're doing uh, for for my fellow brothers and sisters who served. It's uh, it's very admirable of you, and, and I know that I know you well enough to know that your motives are pure here, and this is purely of your heart. But with that being said, I got to know. I've never asked you this. Are you a one man team? Is there somebody that helps you do this? Because this is a massive undertaking for for someone to put all this together. Yeah, you know what? It, it, for the most part, it, it has been one man team. Um, I, I do have some other collectors that have um, started to reach out to players and say, "Hey, you know, I'm, I'm helping Tim with this project, and would you help?" Um, and actually, uh, just had a conversation literally two days ago with um, a gentleman who is in the process of. Uh, retiring out of the army who um, wants to help out with the efforts. So, you know, I've talked about how to get involved with that, you know, how he can get involved and help me out with that. But yeah, pretty much, I mean, you know, I'd say 99% of the stuff that um, is for sale um, that I say is for sale and in, um, is, is literally sitting at my house. So um, when you say, oh, yeah, I'll buy this item or that item, um, I'm the one that's then pulling it out of, my, out of the collection that I have and writing the envelope and putting it in the mail and, and all of that and, you know, um, managing the social media aspects as far as Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. 
um, yeah, it, it's it's pretty much me, you know. But I do have some some people kind of behind the scenes that are helping me with some other aspects. That's impressive. I gotta know. I know. I know you just moved to Florida not too long ago, and yeah. presumably it's because you needed more space in your house to store all this stuff. How does your wife feel about it, man? How does she uh, <laughs> when she looks around and sees all this stuff? How do, what does she say? She tells me as long as I keep it under control and keep it managed and organized, she's okay with it um, because she she understands, you know what the what the larger purpose is. Um, you know, my wife and I have been involved with military missions in action literally from the start, um, which was over ten years ago, um, coming up on eleven years now, and so we've together. She and I have seen military missions in action go from having zero dollars in the bank to having done over $10 million worth of services. So, That's awesome. you know, so, so she really understands, you know, where, where this project is going and, and who it's helping and who it's serving. So, you know, she's, she's been ultra supportive of it and, um, has, she, she's got a marketing background and, and, there'll be times she'll be like, Hey, you know, you should, you should do this to, to get the name out there a little bit more. So, so I've even gotten her involved on some level, so she won't admit it, but she's involved in it. <laughs> That's so good to hear. That's so good to hear. So, um, I know this is our first time talking. Um, just want to take a quick yeah. minute. Uh, I'm not a veteran, just full disclosure, but I did want to sincerely thank both of you for what you've done for our country. My other question was, um, so have you had roots in philanthropy kind of like this and with charities in the past that you wanted to talk about um, just growing up or I, I, I kind of just assuming this probably isn't your first venture into um, charity. So I was just curious if you had anything like at your roots that you wanted to mention. Yeah. No, you know, I, this has just kind of always been my nature. Um, I'm by my full-time day job. I'm a licensed clinical social worker by trade. Um, so, you know, it, it's just who I am. Um, before, you know, when I was in college, I did a lot of charity work. Um, actually helped to do some fundraising for um, for the baseball assistance team, uh, commonly referred to as BAT. Um, so, so sports has always been a big part and then giving back has always been a big part. Um, you know, my faith is a big part of who I am and, and, you know, I, I have a limited number of days on earth here, so I, I definitely want to make them count. And, and for me, that's giving back to those who are in need and who can use the support. Um, you know, and I, I really have no ulterior motive. I mean, you know, some of the benefits I get of it are meeting great people, um, you know, collectors in the hobby. Um, I, I've been blessed to meet some of the some of the players in person that have signed stuff for me, and um, you know, have kind of developed some friendships there. Um, so it, it, it's been really great. But yeah, so you know, kind of in my past. You know, I've I've just always done um, various charity work. You know, I've done work in the past with Habitat for Humanity, with the um, Humane Society. You know, things like that. That's brilliant, man. Thank you so much for, for all your efforts. Now, um, I got to ask a question that another question I don't think I've ever asked you. Do you collect anything? Do you have uh, do you have pieces that that come in? and You're like, man, I'd really like to put this in my own collection. Is there anything like that? Or where, how, how do you how do you avoid that? 
Yeah, so I, I've collected my entire life. Um, you know, like most people, you know, go off to college, I lose track of it, don't collect it, then years later kind of rediscover it, that type of thing. Um, I still have a pretty large um, autograph collection that I, I've collected throughout the years, um, pieces that I've had literally 30-plus years. Um so, so I still kind of have that piece. Um, now, you know, I, I don't do so much collecting just because my focus is on kind of collecting these pieces to sell, to raise money. So now, you know, I tell people I, I, I collect people and relationships now um, through this. But, um, yeah, there are definitely pieces that come in that I'm like, oh, man, I would love just to keep this for my own. Um, you know, what most recently... Um, Towards the end of the regular season, the Orioles were in town to play the Tampa Bay Rays and I had an opportunity to meet Adam Jones, and, and he just walked up to me and gave me one of his gamers that he had signed. He's like, here, use it to sell and, and to raise money for military missions in action. And I'm, I just stood there, I'm kind of looking at it and going, this would look so nice hung up on the wall. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So there's definitely pieces that happen like that, but um, you know, I've, I've uh, you know, I talk about kind of meeting meeting some of these players and things like that. I grew up a Mets fan, um, and you know, I grew up at the time when Greg Jeffries was the prospect, and um, Greg Jeffries has been really, really generous with his time over probably the last two, three years of signing stuff for me to sell to raise money and. And I had the opportunity to meet him at the National because he was one of the autograph guests. And just that experience kind of sparked things again. So now I've, I've started my own personal collection of Greg Jeffries cards and other items. So I'm, I'm starting to build that back up. So, um, so yeah, so those are kind of some of the things that I, I collect. But otherwise, you know, my, my focus is really just on, you know, getting the items so that I can kind of help collectors build their collections with maybe some hard to get things that they they wouldn't have gotten otherwise, and and know that the money's going to a charity to help support kind of our our military veterans. Yeah, you, that that Greg Jeffries moment from the National was what I was getting at, and I was hoping that and I hope that's where you were going to go. That was a beautiful yeah. moment. It was uh, it was cool to see you guys and uh, just interact with each other and like the pure joy that was on your face it was like you were meeting meeting your childhood hero so it was really cool oh I, oh i was i definitely was it was you know it just you know i approached approached the table and i have a signatures for soldiers banner that i had had for a bit and um you know, just kind of slid it in front of him and, and just to see his reaction when he, when it triggered, you know, what that was and who I was and, and just the genuine joy he had to, to meet me. I'm like, right. you know, I'm just, I'm just some guy on the street and you're, you're happy to meet me. And, you know, he got up and just gave me this big, big bro hug and it was very genuine. And it was, so that was just a really cool moment for me that I was like, you know, this, this is really cool. It, it was awesome. Now, uh, Eldar is, is new to the show, and uh, he is c- kind of covering our, our comic books and our non-sports side of things. So uh, I've seen all your sports stuff. I've seen it all. But have you ever had signed comic books or, or you know any, any kind of pop culture stuff that, that, that you've moved through there? 
Yeah, you, you know, I'll, I'll get some pop culture stuff in. I haven't gotten any signed comic books yet, but, you know, from time to time I'll get kind of a, some type of pop culture or non-sports related item that's, you know, either autographed or, you know, the or, you know, the cards or, or what have you that come out. Um, so, so I do get those from time to time. You know, a bulk of what I have is kind of mostly baseball related. Um, that's just kind of my niche. But, um, you know, I, I tell people all the time, I'll, I'll accept whatever will raise even $1, you know. <laughs> so, um, you know, I may not be so well versed in it. So, I'll, you know, that's when I kind of reach out to people and say, hey, you know, I'll, you know, I just got this in, you know, what what's kind of fair market value for it? Because that's what I try to do is just put a fair market value on it. Um, cause really it's, you know, I, I can put an insane number on it, but it's not going to do any good collecting dust on my shelf if I don't get, um, get some money flowing for military missions in action. Now, with that being said, and, uh, we'll, we'll wrap this up here in just a minute, but one of the coolest things for me personally happened after the national, when I saw that you sold my autograph for 20 bucks, I was like, awesome. I, I was like, what is this? So cool. This is so cool. But, uh, you did, I, we obviously, we know, we know who, we knew who the buyer was, but man, that was really cool. I, I, I'm, it's a weird way kind of say, Hey, I, I, I helped with this program, but it was cool to see. I've never, no, I didn't think anybody would ever buy my autograph, but there you go. Well, you, you know, and, and I think that just goes to prove, you know, it, people hear how much money I've raised and what I try to really stress to them is, you know, I got to that point with by selling things for a couple bucks here, a couple bucks there. You know, it's not, I, I've sold 39 items for $1,000 a piece, you know, so um, it, it, it literally every dollar counts, every dollar helps, and, you know, that $20 is it you know is is huge for military missions in action to get you know because they're out there doing the projects and things like that and then at the end of the day when that money just pops into their account and they didn't have to go out and pound pound the pay dirt to to get that money you know it, it definitely helps them. Sure, absolutely. It was it was awesome to see, and I'm so happy to be a part of it. Uh, I want to be a respecter of your time, so I want I want to get you out of here. But before we do. Please let my listeners know where they can donate at all your social media that they need to find, and uh, they can be a part of this great, great, great organization. Sure. Um, so I am on Twitter. Um, I'm pretty active on Twitter. So it's at SIGS, S-I-G-S, the number four soldiers. Um, it can also be found on Facebook if you just um, search for signatures for soldiers. Um, so signatures for F-O-R soldiers that will get you to um that'll get you to the facebook page um i am also on instagram um again if you just search signatures for soldiers i'm on there and then um email can reach me at uh signatures for soldiers all written out at yahoo.com those are those are kind of the easiest ways to find me and communicate with me and i try to be pretty responsive to them but some days I'm just tired from my day job. Some days I'm I'm traveling for my day job. So, <laughs> you know, so I just ask people to just kind of bear with me, and and I'll definitely, you know, get get connected with you, and we'll we'll get things, you know, get the communication going and and work out, see what we need to do. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tim, for joining us. I really appreciate it, uh, guys. He said he's about a hundred and fifty dollars short of forty thousand. 
Let's see if we can do that by the end of next week. I mean, it's 150 bucks. It's it's nothing. So uh, f- to all the fat packers out there, the sports the sports collecting hobby, just let's see if we can get this guy up to up to 40,000 by the end of next week. And I guarantee you, it's going to be the best thing that you've done this year, uh, Tim. This is one of my favorite conversations every year. I, I know that we we talk outside of this, but the Veterans Day show with with me being a veteran and what you know what you're doing for veterans is is one of the best things that I. I I enjoy and I just want to thank you so much for making your time available and for all the efforts that you're doing, man. God bless you and, and just everything you're, you're doing. I, I just, I just hope nothing but the best for you, man. Well, thank you. I, I and you know, and, and I say this all the time, none of this is possible without the great support that I get from guys like you. So, you know, you, you and, and people like you are the reason that I'm able to do this. So I'm, I'm eternally grateful for that. And, um, you know, I always enjoy talking with you. So anytime you need me, just let me know. Will do. All right, guys, hang tight. We'll be right back. That was Tim for Signatures for Soldiers. Make sure you go check him out all on social media and go ahead and let's get, let's, let's get that $40,000 by the end of the next week. All right, hang tight. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chris from Slipknot. You're listening to Fat Pack. All right, guys, Tim. From signatures from soldiers, if you need them, what's up? How do you think? What do you think about that, man? Man, what a philanthropist! Yeah, I I, I really enjoyed just about everything he had to say. It, it was it was fun. It it was it was fun listening to him. We talk to him all the time, you know, uh, here on the show. It's not it's not anything new, but he does bring something new to each conversation. And in this conversation, we we filled out a little bit about more who he is and, w- and what his goals and missions are. What I never asked, and I don't know ever, ha- I don't ever know how to ask this because I feel like it's rude, even though I don't know if it is rude or not. But okay. what branch was he in? No, he didn't serve. He didn't serve. No, he just do- he does this out of the kindness of his heart. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I didn't, okay. Well. Yeah. There you go. That that's even more more awesome, huh? Wow. Okay. Maybe he had like family in the yeah service? yeah something I think like that. So. That's probably what so. It was. There you go. Um. Great having him on again. He's only one hundred and fifty dollars away from his goal of forty thousand. Uh, please, let's get him there by the end of next week. I mean, that's one hundred and fifty dollars. That's nothing. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we can definitely like do that. I could just skip lunch and probably do that. What was the What was his Twitter? It was um, uh, six four soldiers. The, the number four yeah. is an actual four. Yeah. So just be sure to check that out. You can really get to donating off the Twitter. If you exactly. Want to, so it's really that cool. Yes. All right. Um, and then now I want to I want to do something that we haven't done together. Which okay, here we go. Here we have done together. Okay, the Beckett Beckett whatever mailbag. fat packs mailbag. Let's go. You ready to do this? Yeah. So I really love doing this. I'm going to tell you just up front, up front. You got a you got big shoes to fill with Paul here. Okay. Oh God. So, okay. Okay. Uh, this this was Paul's segment. He was the king of this segment. Okay. Because he would just take these blind and and give give good answers. Okay. So uh, we're gonna go. What's the first one? We're gonna go uh, a little. Well, not easy. We're going to answer these questions uh, flat out. Okay. Uh, you want to go? You want to go completely off topic and go? Yeah, yeah. What's uh? Yeah, give me one that's not pertaining to collectibles. Okay. So my, I'm sure there's one. My man Tom Pore came in. Okay. Uh, non hobby related. At Tom Pore on Twitter. Okay. What is everyone's favorite and least favorite smell? Least favorite smell. Okay. Um, immediate. Wow. Okay. So this is clearly my least favorite smell. Um, the, the, the sewers of Dallas. Okay. Disgusting. Okay. Get it together. You hang a Please. lot of time. You hang, hang out a lot. My of girlfriend lives in Dallas. I have to like go there a lot. Yeah. And so like I'll walk around or whatever. And I'm one of those annoying people that'll get on the scooters and like drive around and stuff. Yeah. If you want to hit with your car, but sure. please don't because I'll die. Yeah. Um, and then the sewer smell just kind of creeps into your nostrils Ugh. and you're just like, guys, 
What's happening? This is disgusting. Favorite smell? Gasoline. That's even worse. No, it's not. That's no, weird. It's not. No, I think it goes back to when I was a little kid because my dad would work on the cars a lot. Yeah. And that smell of just like diesel, just like. Just uh, <laughs> oh, man. What? You're, you're a weird person. What are you talking about? <laughs> What's weird. your favorite smell? Right, you, now you, you go. My favorite smell? Yeah. Smell that the smell of a newborn baby's head. Okay, I you know I hear that's like uh, magic. It's the most. What is it though? I, it, what do it, you? I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's beautiful. It's like Reese's. It's like Reese's. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful, man. You just 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 inhale it, and it smells so good. I think it's, God, it, you it's were born to be a dad. I, you? I think it's just it's, it's like new life, you know, and it's. There's hope and there's oh my god, it, it's all there and it's it's That's a beautiful just thing. Godlike. What's the worst smell? The worst smell for me is obviously it's uh obviously I'm sorry I sh- obviously okay. oddly enough it's kind of close to what yours was. I don't hang around the the sewers of Dallas a lot. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But uh, I'm a teenager in Ninja Turtle. Every, every street in New Orleans that's not Bourbon Street smells like. Sh- Straight hot oh. garbage. Oh, really? <laughs> it's nasty. What's with both of ours being street based? I don't know. I mean, like, I, I, I it's don't like know. The outside just smells bad in Dallas. We like. stayed. I went to New Orleans earlier this summer, and we stayed in a very nice hotel. Yeah. Just off, Bur- look, it was one street over from Bourbon Street. Smell like hot piss outside all day long. We're not limited to just one, right? Because there's so many bad smells out there. Yeah, that, but like really just. Like hot old milk is terrible. Oh yeah, that, well, who, who smells that? What are you talking about? Who smells? Do you go around smelling hot old milk? <laughs> <laughs> no, like okay, so you got milk on the counter, right? And you're like, oh, maybe that hasn't been out for too long. And then you pick it up, right? And you smell it, uh, and you're like, that's disgusting, like man. curdled. You it's should, terrible. <laughs> somebody, um, somebody donate. You know what? First, donate All to signatures for soldiers. Is, everything I have then, in my fridge is like seven, just seven cartons of old milk. And then donate to Eldar's needs his house clean fund because he's hey, smelling no. old, he's smelling old milk and that's, stewards. That's gross, man. That's really gross. So, Tom, thank you for your question. Let's let's get on to uh, to the next one. All right, baseball card addict Jenny. You you helped Jenny out. Jenny at Jenny Miller five two one. She's been trying to figure out how to listen to the show. Uh, are you on YouTube? No, we're not on YouTube. But you sent her the 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 SoundCloud. It's simple. Um, soundcloud.com slash fat packs podcast yeah um, and I don't know if you wanted to disclose this but we are working on getting it on uh, uh, Google Play yeah, Google yeah. So, Play, uh, so I've submitted it and hopefully we've just got to hear back from them that's all we got to do uh, do you know uh, Ross Myers uh, at Ross J Myers says do you know of any good Black Friday deals going on in the hobby of course we do man no, absolutely uh, first of all any comic book shop or hobby shop your Everyone's going to be running buy one get one free. Yeah. Um fifty percent off the new yeah. releases. So your three ninety nines are going to be one ninety nine. Yeah. Graphic novels for like nine ninety nine. Um, the ones I would recommend. Oh God. Well, everything I have is local. Yeah. But if you are local to Dallas, go to Sanctuary uh, Books and Comics in Irving, Texas. Go to what was the one multiverse 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 yeah. in Hearst, Texas. Yeah. And I also really like Generation X in Bedford, Texas. Okay. All of these are in suburbia, but they're all really cool. Awesome. Uh, check out your local, uh, your LCSs. If they are participating in the Panini Black Friday program, they are going to have some great deals for you. And then you get those awesome Panini Black Friday packs. Ross, I don't know where you're from, but uh, if you have an LCS, please go check that out there. And if you don't, then there's, of course, uh, blowout sports blowout cards uh, and Dave and Adam cards, both who have great, great deals going on right now, actually. You don't need to wait for Black Pre-Black Friday. Friday. You, yeah, you so I just go check them out right now. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of mark, markdown. Yes. Uh, Kevin, uh, I want that card. Who are the five most popular wrestlers on cardboard for 2018? 
Eldar's tapping out. He doesn't know. Kevin, I'm going to tell you something, man. <laughs> I I don't know either. Like, I, I don't. I, I am so disappointed in the WWE product right now that I stumped the fat pack. That I've just kind of stopped watching. Oh, uh, it's it's uh, not. It, it sucks to hear. It's garbage. Yeah. But Leaf Leaf has a product out right now that has Kenny Omega on it. So that's the only one you really need to know about. There you go. And it's a Kenny Omega autograph. So there you go. Go check that out. John Adams, uh, in your opinions, what are the best way to organize large collections? Example by team, by set, or any other way. So we're gonna break this up and do this. Um, you tell us the sports, sports side. side. I'll, I'll tell you the comics. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So at the one, John Adams. I am a personal fan of buy set. That's the way I like it. Um, I, I so I, I break I break the break it down by card number. Most sets are broke uh, broke down team wise, anyways, by card number, anyway. So uh, I, that's what I do. This is what I do, though. That might be a little different mm-hmm. than from other collectors. I flip the card over and go one one through 100 backwards like that where you see the back of the card so you can see the card number first. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's what I do. Other people smart, yeah. other people flip it around and, and go the front of the card. That That's not me. Uh, so I, I go backwards, John. What about you, Eldar? What do you think the best way for comic books are? For comic books, I would say, so I do it, you know, obviously two ways, digital and physical. With physical, I just, you know, mm-hmm. separate it between uh, image, Marvel, DC, and then assorted ones. Okay. So just my one-offs and stuff like that. But for digital, I actually use a uh, use two apps. Comixology, which obviously I mm-hmm. think that's one of the more pop. The, I think if not the most popular one. Sure. But um, one I, one that I do use that is a kind of a little bit of a secret gem. It's called I Sort It. So I, like people mm-hmm. used to do in the early 2000s, they put a little I in front of everything. Yeah. The iPod was so popular. S-O-R-T-I-T. Now, you can get them on... The Apple Store and I think Google Play, but basically, and I'll show you this, and unfortunately they can't see it, but it's super cool. You can organize every single comic you have based off of rarity, series, and okay. just like that. It's free. Awesome. You got to pay a little bit extra to get the desktop apps, but digitally it's the best way, I think, to organize. And it's not a paid sponsorship. It's just really cool. You can just – and it, it gets all of its images from Google Feed images, so mm. all of your comics are right there. And the cool thing is if you flip it, you get a – Oh, a nice gallery yeah. view. So it's called iSorted Apps. They also do – it's a really cool collectibles um, just program. It's not just for comic books. It's okay. for action figures, baseball cards. I mean, look at um, – Awesome. Everything. So definitely check that out if you haven't yet. Will do. Uh, Kevin, again, at I Want That Card, is there going to be a hot list for comic books? Kevin, that is an answer that does mm. not – that doesn't have an answer yet, actually. That's a question that doesn't have an answer yet. Um, we are working on a comic books database, but it's going to take a while to get that all sorted out. Eventually, I want to say yes because there's hot list for for sports cards, but, um, but the melding of CBCS yeah, and Beckett is still a yeah. Baby. It's gonna take a, it's gonna take a while yeah. uh, for that to happen, but it's something that is definitely talked about and worked on, looked at down the road. And then I got a we got a question here from our guy Pent Andrew, Andrew Pent uh, at Pent Andrew. What can you tell me about this set? So what he's got a picture here of a Samuel Adams from the bar. I did see that. That was really And cool. it has a piece of a book or something or, or a document that he's read in it. Um that he held or something you know, something like that. He'll, it'll be in there. So what I did was 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 check this out for you. And this is from the bar. If you don't know what the bar is, man, they they make really high end products for this kind of stuff. I've bought one box of the bar one time and it was awesome. So that's what this is. This is a um this is a set that you can find a, just a pretty much of a who's who in history in this, mm-hmm. and it's broken by broken down by century. So uh, you can you can if it's somebody's popular in the sixteenth 
say 16th century, you'll find, you know, they have something in this. You'll find it in there. It's a really cool set. Please go check out the bar to get more information on it. They have the checklist on, if you go to the bar collectibles, you can, um, that's not the, it was really, it was really cool. I wasn't expecting to see that. Let me see if I can get the exact website for you. It's not the bar collectibles, but that's, that's what I Googled. So, past uh, hybrid edition. Yeah. The past hybrid edition. The news relic. Okay. The bar, this is riveting radio, the bar cars. (laughs) (laughs) Riveting, man! I think I think our internet went down. No, it'll happen. Oh, it'll happen. There, segue, 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 exactly. Segue. Uh, the bar trading cards is what it's called. If you go there, if you go to thebartradingcards dot com, and the the set is called Pieces of the Past Hybrid Edition. It's the first clickable link on on the top of the page. Just click that. You can check out the checklist and watch jaw drop because the names on it are pretty awesome. So, a couple cool other things just in your mm-hmm. uh, corner. You're going to uh, Canada tomorrow. Yeah. Which is really cool. And you recorded a pretty sweet episode of Props on Monday. I really uh, kind of wanted to dig your brain about that. Um, sure. What Carter lost. That happened right here. Yeah. Happened Super right down local. the road. Yeah. So, for everybody that um, is kind of interested in that little piece of uh, football history, what would you say? There was All-American. Five went off to play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, Hold on. Wait. Oh, wait. What? We got more questions. Oh, we do? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was it. No, we got more questions. Oh, we got a couple more. Okay. 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 Uh, so, Crack and Wax, we, we all know Crack and Wax. Is Panini's trend of releasing checklists sometimes after a product has been released hurting the hobby? Uh, I don't know how to answer that dignifully and not upset anybody, but I can tell you that from a guy who, who gets checklists and put them, puts them into our system, it can be frustrating. Um, Oftentimes, the checklist that we – a reason why you don't see a checklist on Beckett is we can't release it until it's the final checklist because there's just way too much work to go into it to correct it. So we have to wait till it goes till it goes live. And then sometimes, not not with just Panini, but with just co- companies in, in general, um, it's – they'll release a checklist and the numbers are completely wrong on the cards. So, like, completely. When you, when you see something that says – this is card number twelve, and then you get the you get the checklist, and you find the set, and it's that actually, happens a lot in comic books. Yeah, so it's actually card number you know X Y five five four. You know, it's it it's that's why we can't release checklist until the final one comes out. Yeah, and is it hurting the hobby? I I, mean, I don't know. I, it, it sucks for breakers. I know it does. It sucks for breakers, but and it is what it is. It's just it's just the way they are. Uh, way checklists go, man. And I'm sorry to say that uh, is. Let's see, Taz DX is too much auto cards for the same player hurting their value. Yes, earlier today we pulled a uh, on on a Boxbusters Live. We pulled a Doctor J autograph, and that's awesome. But you said there's so many out he, there. He just signs everything. Yeah. So yeah, it, it definitely hurts their value. And then uh, last one: um, Can you have more segments like the wrestling card set? There were that. They, these are the strengths of the show uh, at. What Cat Anders? Cat Anders thirteen doesn't like comic books. Yeah, he doesn't. Just <laughs> nah, that's okay, um, man. It, Anderson, Mister uh, Mister Anderson, what I would tell you is that they are sprinkled throughout the show. You can find them everywhere. We we dedicated uh, whole months to, to collectors like that. Next week we're going to have a Royals collector on. It's going to be really fun. So the answer is yes, we can. Uh, the the problem that we have sometimes though is getting guys to agree to come on the show mm-hmm. or just scheduling. So it's not because we don't want to, and then we're not because like we know what this is. This is a this is a collector show. We want you to have those kind of guys. Right. Uh, and um, if you if you know of some some guys like that, please point them in my direction. I would be happy to talk to them. Um, but 
getting getting guys to say yes sometimes is difficult. So um, every podcast woes, yeah, podcast woes. So you know. there's there's your 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 fat packs mailbag. We'll close it up on that one. Thank you guys for participating. Really love it. Um, love to do more of these things as well. So uh, thanks for that. All right, you were asking about what Carter lost. Yeah, which is the uh, <clears throat> episode five of season three of props, which is what we covered this week with Kevin Hagelin and myself. Correct, uh, broke down the thirty for thirty. <laughs> Uh, ESPN 30 for 30, what Carter lost. Uh, it's Even from like a non-sports yeah. perspective, it's still staggering. Yeah. Just the ratio of how many successful. Yeah. And then what happened? And then so, you know, you know? everything was great. Yeah, and then basically. The, and then the unimaginable happened. The yeah. unthinkable happened. And it's it's a great it's a great story of triumph and tragedy, and it all sadly happens within three months of each other. So my question is, so would you give a thumbs up or a thumbs down to the movie adaptation? Uh, well, it's well, it's a documentary. Okay, sure. so so yes, but there is a movie called The Carter High Rules or the, the Carter the Carter Rules, uh-huh. and then there's uh, and there's another one called uh, The Carter High Boys or something like that. So both of those I have not seen, but the documentary from ESPN is absolutely amazing and i would recommend it to anybody uh and what kevin said it best the the saddest thing about the whole thing it was just all outside influence right it, well no is it that right. it's 100 percent true all this stuff really happened based on a true story yeah but actually a true story okay, yeah well so that's that's the sad part jesse armstead is by far the biggest known player from that ignorant, from that class. ignorant question but where can i watch it? i'm actually i'm actually wanting to check this out um well uh, i watched it on youtube Oh, it's on YouTube. I, I, I just paid the the dollar the dollar ninety nine to watch oh, okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. But you can go to the ESPN Plus app and download that, and you, there's a free thirty day trial or something like that. You can watch the okay. entire thirty for thirty series. Okay, um, I definitely want to. I definitely want to check that out. Looks like five of them went to prison. Yeah, ah, they sure did for bummer. for long amounts of time. Looks like it. Yeah, looks yeah. like it. So, so. I, I think the most was twenty four years. So that's uh, it's, insane. Yeah, it's it's a really sad. It's a tragic story, but. It happened, and it is um, unfortunately that school has since taken a downturn, and it plagued just, it by just, it. yeah it just has a stigma yeah. over it, and it's kind of sad. A little cloud, I get it, but you know it, it it's it's what happened. All right, so where are we at? That's it, man. I think that's it for the show. Okay, that's three hundred two in the bag. Three hundred two in the bag. I am heading to Toronto. We're going to pack up all this equipment and uh, what's left of it here, and I'm going to Toronto. Look forward to interviews with uh, Chris Carlin from Upper Deck, Ken Reed from Sportsnet. I'm still working on, and I'm crossing my fingers and hoping that uh, that Thurman Thomas, Ozzy Smith, and Marty Tarko all say yes. So uh, I, know, I know I have two of the three at least. So those, those are going to be fun interviews, and uh, we're going to get talking to some hockey collectors up there too. So. Look for Sounds all that. Like uh, then we'll be back next week. We got a, we got a Royals collector coming on with us. He's got a nice. He's got fifteen thousand Royals cards, Ooh. and he's working you know towards his big goal. We're going to find out about that, and then um, sounds good. We're gonna. I, I've I've reached out to a, a comedian. A comedian. I'm I'm efforting a comedian. Well, so yeah, after the show, you got to tell me who. So hopefully that'll work, and we're gonna. Uh, Break down some more beards and That'd sports. Be super cool. Beards okay. and sports. Three hundred three is gonna be sweet. Three hundred three, it will be pretty fun. Um, so that's that. Thanks for hanging out this week. We really appreciate it. Until next week, just keep listening. Cue the Drake. Mm-hmm.